Hi, I'm Leanne Blaney, adventure coach, speaker and award-winning author. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast, where we are having conversations about what might be holding you back and how to move forward to achieve your dream life. Come along on a journey and set yourself up by having freedom in your choices, becoming grounded and centered and learn how to speak from the heart. For more information, go to leanneblaney.com. Let's ignite your life. After graduating from her master's in 2018, Nene Fritz took a bucket list year to tick off as many things as possible before starting her work life. Due to an inspiring TEDx talk on YouTube, she was motivated to touch the magic hand of the Dalai Lama, which then has transformed her bucket list year into a bucket list life. Two years later, she works as a full-time digital nomad, still ticking off her bucket list while inspiring others to tick off their very own. Hi, Nini. Welcome to the Ignite Your Life podcast bucket list series. Hi, Leanne. Thanks for having me. You're really welcome. And I'm really excited to talk about bucket listing with you because it's what the series is going to be, all about bucket list coaches. So do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and how you got to be a bucket list coach? For sure. Um, so I'm Nini and um, I work as a certified bucket list coach. And um, actually, this story is probably one of my uh, favorite stories of my 26 years of life experience so far. <laughs> so I'm very happy to share it. Um, my whole journey started now about two and a half years ago. Wow. Time is running when you're having fun. I graduated from my master's at the University of Amsterdam and um, it was actually my 24th birthday when I handed in my thesis and um, I just thought I was way too young to keep on working for the rest of my life and settle for the corporate world at 24. So I wanted to give myself a gap year and um, call it the bucket list year and basically gave myself 365 days to tick off as many things as I could that I always wanted to see, do, learn, travel to, experience. And um, I actually got stuck in a train for seven hours and then uh, I wrote this entire list while I was on my way to my grandpa's funeral. <laughs> who um, surprisingly died, but um, he lived a very fulfilled and actually bucket list life. So that is, I mean, as sad as it was, but it came at the right time to show me that um, once you live a truly fulfilled life, it actually isn't too sad if you leave the world. I just had a smile on my face while I was sitting there. It's like, I want, I want to have that too. I want to live up a life um, that's truly fulfilling me and, you know, go out and do all the stuff that I wanted to do. So I started with, uh, with my list and uh, just basically a, a, a list of random things that I always wanted to see and do. And then uh, went to Nicaragua, improved my Spanish, learned surfing, all of that, and um, didn't really have a structure. And then about like three months into my bucket list year, I came across a TED talk from a well-known guy named the bucket list guy. <laughs> and um, his name is Trev Bell. Um, and he actually gave the ultimate blueprint of how to write a personally meaningful bucket list based on a 12-step guide. And uh, yeah, I was just really, really hooked by his message. And then um, I sat down after I watched the video to rewrite my very own bucket list. And uh, eventually 
it encouraged me to book a flight and buy a ticket to touch hands with the Dalai Lama three weeks later. And that was really the moment that made me realize that if I can do that, then nothing is too big to be ticked off the list. So yeah, and I just put a few bigger things on it and realized like all it takes is just taking action in the end. So eventually mm. I moved to Australia to the other side of the world and reached out to the guy who gave the TED talk and then turned out didn't have anyone for their marketing and no bucket list coach in Germany. So uh, I just took over and that's how I ended up as a bucket list coach. <laughs> uh, awesome story. I love it. So much there I want to go into, but what I thought I might ask first is you said, you know, you're fairly young to be looking at bucket lists. And I found yeah. that a lot of people don't think about bucket lists till they're older, but yeah. I love how you were uh, inspired to do a bucket list because you were stuck there for seven hours. Was that due to your grandfather or was that something you've been brought up with knowing about bucket listing? I've actually always had a bucket list since I'm 18. I think it started when I was, um, studying for my final exams at high school. And um, while I was just in my room studying all day, I started with a bucket list of all the things I want to do once, once the exams are over and once I'm like free to go out and be done with uh, school and do all the things I want to do. And then since that, like every time I went traveling or studied abroad or something, I've always had a bucket list. Um, just helped me to make myself accountable and uh, really have a list of adventures and things I want to do once I have a bit of free time. So, yeah, I've, I think that was my thing ever since. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I love how you saw the TED Talk by Trav Bell because that's how we've all got together and we've got to meet each other because Trav has his bucket list coaches and our listeners will know that the first episode in the bucket list series is with Trav talking about his bucket list categories I suppose you say the my bucket list blueprint which is absolutely fantastic but most people when they first start out with a bucket list they start with the big things don't they is that how you started I would say so yeah I always like I always associated bucket list with these very big things to do so I think for me the very first and probably biggest thing was this uh, touching hands with the Dalai Lama and uh, yeah, like eventually you just realize all it takes is taking action. So that's everything that's standing between who you are and who you want to be. It's just this taking action. It does not require rocket science. That's the thing, isn't it? Like that's the one thing we do teach as bucket list coaches is that no matter how big, small, medium, whatever size the bucket list item is, it all starts by you taking action. Instead of just putting it on your list or thinking of it in your head, it's just taking one little bit of action to start with. Exactly. Could not agree more. <laughs> yeah. So I think what we might do is just tell our listeners some of these wonderful adventures you've had, because I mean, that is amazing. The Dalai Lama. I mean, that's a huge one. And that is one of the categories is meet your personal hero. So you've done that. So let's talk about some of others. I think, okay, let's find another one. S for satisfy your curiosity. So I've always, I like, I love to go raving. Like I love a good boom bada boom electronic music and just love dancing and um enjoy i really enjoy festivals so i was always wondering how those people that are dancing behind the dj and you know just seeing the crowd from from the top how they make it on stage i was like i, I really want to be one of those cool people dancing behind the dj overlooking the crowd 
And then, um, yeah, again, it was just taking action. So I was um, moving to Australia and for my very first weekend in Australia, I already had my festival ticket before I even had a flight to Australia. And then I was just texting the headliner DJs and telling them about my bucket list. And that's something that I always wanted to do. And if there's any chance they can help me taking this uh, item off my bucket list. And uh, I think it wasn't even 30 minutes later that they replied to my message, like on Facebook. It was just a Facebook fan page. And uh, they apparently really liked my story and was like, if there's, what's, you know, if there's anything we can do to help you with that, we're happy to do so. So what's your full name? Do you want to bring a friend? <laughs> and so I did. And then they put me on the list and eventually gave me like a three days artist ticket, including like, catering and everything and then I ticked it off and was dancing behind a DJ on a festival so that was pretty cool <laughs> oh very cool I love that and that's all it takes sometimes isn't it just sending a, a message out to people yeah. to ask because if we don't ask we're never gonna know are we my dad always says like um you gotta know but you can get a yes Yes. And I think that's just my approach. Like I expect nothing. If there's no reply, there's no reply. And believe me, I also send up, send out messages and didn't get a reply. So it's not like a hundred percent success rate, but um, it does work. I'm like, wow, that was surprisingly easy. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. So what about when people, you know, first hear about the bucket list or that you do bucket listing, do they assume that it's the big things like, oh, it's just travel or the adrenaline rush stuff, like jumping out of a plane? Yeah, 100%. It's always met with, um, as, as much as everybody loves the mission, but I think it's mostly um, met with a bit of skepticism because it's associated with all these like extreme marathons, jumping out of planes, uh, you know, hiking Machu Picchu, you have to quit your job and all that. But I just think it's something way deeper and, and way more holistic to help you live like a fulfilled and happy life true to your own terms instead of constantly trying to please other people. I think a bucket list is something that's very, very personal. And uh, yeah, that's why I love it so much. And it helped me live in my best life. So I take it as my inspiration to help other people do the same. Yeah, I love that. And it is very personal, isn't it? Because I've noticed running the workshops, you know, with people making their own bucket list boards, you can get such a variety of things that people put on for all the different categories. It can be anything from, yes, the common ones are like, oh, yeah, I'd like to do Mexican cooking or I'd like to uh, walk, yeah. my, um, go to Machu Picchu, I'd like to walk the Camino. All those things come out, but then people start listening to the little things. And the little things like, what sort of lessons would you like to do? Oh, I'd like to learn Spanish or I'd like to learn French or yeah. there's lots of little things, but it really is very personal, isn't it? It's, it's super personal. That's why I think a bucket list is something so individual. Um, and it's not like a list of 100 things to do before you die and then you just find it online and print it out and tick it off. It's really something that you find what's personally meaningful to you. And it might be completely different uh, to another person, but that's uh, what makes your life special and what makes your life meaningful to you. Mm, that's exactly right. Because what we want to do is get out there and get people living their life rather than sort of working all the time and then just saving up for that holiday, that once-off big holiday or something. Yeah. It, it's more like we want them to be living on a more regular basis, like every week, every day, if they can. Yeah. Yeah, it's really about stepping out of your busy life to work on your life. Yeah, yeah. And it's a great message, isn't it? Because 
we have seen like even in these restricting times where the travel has been restricted, people can't move around as much. They can't travel around the world. You can't do a lot of activities. There is still a lot more out there once you start looking and thinking, well, what can I do? There are, there's still lots of possibilities and opportunities out there. I think that's also one uh, misconception of this whole bucket list principle that you have to go out and it's expensive and it uh, takes a lot of time, takes a lot of planning. Like it can be the littlest thing, like just break out of your routine, step out of your comfort zone. Even if it's just, you know, cooking a dish from a foreign culture that is satisfying a curiosity or expressing yourself by who knows, write a poem, write a song or something that, you don't need to move mountains for that. Like it's just something that's out of your out of your comfort zone, out of your daily routine and makes makes you grow personally, professionally in, in every area of your life. So you said that you came across to Australia, but now you're living yeah. in Bali. Do you want to tell the story about why you're living in Bali and what you've been <laughs> up to there? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's say Bali was kind of on my bucket list, but this whole I'm I'm here since six months now. So that was not on my initial bucket list, but I still embrace the adventure. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was actually just on a visa run from, from Australia, um, trying to apply for a second year in, in Australia, where I really felt my happy place in Bonne Beach. Um, and then this whole co Corona thing happened in case you've heard of that. <laughs> and, um, in Australia, like in Bondi, the situation was still super relaxed and no one was, was in panic mode. But my friend um, who was living in Jakarta in Indonesia at that time sent me a message and was like, hey, if you want to make it to Bali, you better book now because they're closing the borders in 30 hours. <laughs> and I was supposed to fly like a week later when my visa was expiring. And then I literally had to pack my bag and call my friends for a quick goodbye party overnight. And then 15 hours later, I was on a plane to Bali and thought I was going to stay for like six, seven weeks until my visa is being processed. And uh, I was one day in Bali and then suddenly <laughs> Australia went nuts and closed all the pubs, closed all like any sort of hospitality was shut down and the beaches were closed within a day. And then they announced that they're not going to open up until probably mid next year, like mid 2021. So yeah, within 24 hours, I realized that I'm probably going to be stuck in, in Bali for a while. And um, that was in March and I'm still here. <laughs> have you been able to, um, like Bali was on your bucket list, but have you been able to find yeah. other things to tick off your bucket list while you'd been there? A lot of things, surprisingly. So I'm really um, trying out a lot of this personal development, spiritual stuff. And Bali is super, super interesting. And a lot of purpose-driven people, a lot of coaches that make you hear of things I've never even heard of. So I keep on adding stuff to my bucket list that I want to try out. And um, another big thing that's actually been on my list for like the last two, three years was uh, reuniting with my Bali kids that I was teaching here four years ago. Um, so I did that and it was very beautiful to, to see that now they became personalities and I can really communicate with them before I was teaching English and it was very like broken English and now we can really have conversations and some of them are already like married and <laughs> having jobs now and stuff. So that was really beautiful. Oh, it sounds wonderful.
Have you found that by having a bucket list and marking things off and putting yourself out there, like as we said, pushing outside that comfort zone, that has made life a bit easier to take the risk to get yourself out there to to live that bolder, braver sort of life? A hundred percent, yeah. It's I think this whole Bali situation as well is just a, a perfect example that um, you just become so much more is the word for it like adjustable is that a word um to to new situations like i just learned now that it's it's like training a muscle when you stretch that comfort zone thing and there are like four different steps of transformation like out of your comfort zone you get into this uh, fear zone and then you enter the learning zone and the growth zone but while you're stuck in this fear zone it's all a bit like wibbly wobbly you're like what the hell am I doing here? And you kind of want to go back to the comfort zone. But now I did that like one time, two times, three times. And I realized like this time will pass. Like it's not cool being new somewhere and having to like build up a new life from scratch, but you get through this and eventually you go over to the next zone and you experience that growth. And uh, that's now just my motivation that whenever um, the discomfort is really (laughs) discomfortable, I know that a brighter light is waiting on the other side. So, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And it's like that, there's a saying that Ray Kroc said, if you're not green and growing, you're ripe and rotting. And I was listening to someone just recently saying, if you're not growing and pushing yourself out there, then you're actually shrinking. You're just sort of shrinking towards, you know, to when you actually retire, when you die or whatever it is. But, you know, and it's really important to keep that growth going. And I think the bucket list is awesome for doing that. Yeah. It really is. Like it's a reminder that you're and also like first of all stretching your comfort zone and also to never get stuck in your routine. And that's what I really like. Like you always have a new mission, a new goal, um, something that uh, kicks you out of bed in the morning and just something that you, you know gives you that reason to get up for and be excited about. So that's that's what I like most about it. Yeah, and I found that with the bucket list coaches because as being a bucket list coach, we need to be ticking off things off our bucket lists as well. And so they're the ones that, are, you know, you talk to them and they light up. Oh, yeah, I did this. Oh, I'm going to do that. Oh, I'm starting to tick these things off or, you know, take some action towards something else. Instead of when you talk to people who say, oh, yeah, I've got a holiday in 12 yeah. months' time and that's the anticipation they feel. We're actually feeling it yeah. nearly every day, aren't we? Because we're yeah. always thinking about what can we do next. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's not even, some people ask if that puts pressure on me that I always have to take action and always be doing something. But I think it's not pressure or stress when it's something that's actually fulfilling you and helping you to become like your best self and to, to grow and learn something new. Like no one's forcing me to take off my bucket list, but I just enjoy the process and the learnings that I take from it and the memories I create, the people that I meet. And yeah, I love it. Oh, exactly. And it brings so much joy to your life, doesn't it? Like, I just feel less stress when I'm doing things um, for me and what I want to do. And I love including other people and connecting with others who want to do it as well. But it's really for me. And I just, I think my life has so much more joy and and fun to it than if I was just working every day and thinking, oh, I just got to do the chores on the weekend. Exactly. Yeah. It just gives your life more, more meaning and, and purpose. If there's something you, you can be excited about every single day and it can be as little or as big as anything, but it's just really like a reminder to step out of your routine. So for me personally, I try to tick off as le- at least like a little thing on my list, like every week. I think that's the thing, isn't it? Doing regular 
working like the small stuff is the big thing to me. Yeah. Yes, you can do the big things and save up for them. That's fine. But it's that small stuff that makes the biggest difference to your life because you're constantly yeah. doing stuff and you're constantly feeling that joy or that anticipation yeah. or and growing, as we said, you know, out of the comfort zone. So I totally agree. Yeah. Well, Nini, I have loved talking about bucket list coaching and bucket list items and hearing a little bit about your story and just a few of the things that you've done. I know you've done a lot and I'd love to talk about more. But if people do want to follow you and find out a bit more about you, where's the best place for them to go? Uh, I would suggest either Facebook. That's uh, good for messaging me. Um, it's Nini Fritz. Or um, most of my personal bucket list adventures I post on, on my Instagram. That's Nini Quarantini. <laughs> I actually just adapted the name <laughs> um, since uh, quarantine. And um, other than that, find me on my bucketlistcoach.com slash Nini Fritz or uh, Nini at bucketlistcoach.com um, by Google Mail. Yeah. Love it. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I really enjoyed it. Igniters, Nini's life is certainly inspiring in how she has started young to tick off her bucket list items and is now helping others do the same. If you want to contact Nini, check her out on Facebook or Instagram. To find out more about bucket listing, go to my website, leanneblaney.com.